This is fucking Nick Gage, man. I'm the leader of the MDK gang, Eastern Bloc. Shout out to Nate Hatred, RIP Hate Club. If you ain't listening to Wrestling Cheers, I'm going to send someone to your fucking house. They're going to murder your fucking family right in front of you. So I bet you, I bet you, you better be listening to Wrestling Cheers. It's the fucking God. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. You want to go where you can see that troubles are all the same. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, and Nick Gage is going to be looking for your address. This is Wrestling Cheers. We like to talk about things about the Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a preview episode for Absolution 14 this Friday, August 2nd at the Odeon, 7.30 bell time, and also on Fight TV. If you can't be there live, at least pay the $13 and watch it on Fight TV. Help support AIW. And this is Absolution, or Absolution, baby. And we we got a lot of shit to talk about, but before we get into all that, I am your host, I am Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Trending Topics Network, Midwest Territory, and Key on Sports. Please rate, review, and subscribe if you ever listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers, email if you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. And we have the merch store over at whatevermaneuver.net. Like I said, we're previewing Absolution 14, and we got a lot to talk about on this show. So let's just get into the panel. And first, we have Charlie. And I uh, I instantly regret talking about Nick Gage's fly being down in that photo. <laughs> do you want to do an openly talk about it real quick? You cut out. What was that? I said, do you want to? openly talk about it real quick i don't know what you're talking about i didn't say anything so there's a picture of nick gage and marco stunt's parents and you pointed out to me privately that nick gage's fly was down one week later you want to make a comment on twitter about said fly being down i got that right and a cop collar man i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) there's a knock at my door called 911 well we know your name, so he's going to find out your address. <laughs> anyway, we also have Stacy. Hey, man. How's it going? It's going good. It's fucking Absolution, man. It is. This show's crazy. Like, Absolution's usually stacked. Oh, is crazy stacked. I can't wait to get into it. Crazy stacked, and every single match on the card has a purpose. There's been some sort of build going into all of these matches. I mean, like, what, you'd figure the, the shortest build right now is Gage and Thomas, but, you know, the, we have at least something off of that. Yeah, hit a man with a door. <laughs> Tension. You hit the wrong man with a door. Oh, yeah, he fucked up. He's dead. But, I mean, if you want his attention, you got it. 
So what we're going to do normally for like these preview episodes, we pick three matches, talk about them, and then we uh, come back, do picks for every single match. This is Absolution. We have stories behind all these matches. Like I said, we have promos for all these matches, which you will be hearing on this episode. I'm going to try to have all of them in there, but mark my words, Thursday morning, Thursday afternoon, some fucker is going to post a promo, even though I want them to do it before that so we can get on the podcast. But we have a lot as is. So, yeah, we're going to actually just talk about every single match and do picks. So basically, what we normally do with just the picks, but add in, talk about every single match, because it's absolution. Let's, uh, well... Let's talk about with the May one match we've already talked about. 2018, I made my AIW debut. A year's gone by since I made my debut, and I've been in gauntlet for the gold. I've had an intense title match, and I went toe-to-toe with some of the best that AIW has to offer. And I was even announced for j Weekend. And Nick Gage, you robbed me of what should have been the best weekend of my career. Inside and outside of that ring, I've shown you nothing but respect. And you had the audacity to disrespect me and throw me into that guardrail. So I know, I know that you know what it's like to be wanted. I know you know how it feels to watch over your back and make sure no one's following you. So it's time, it's time to turn yourself in. And no, no, it's not on December 31st. It's August 2nd at the Odeon. You and I go one-on-one with just fists. You call yourself the man. You call yourself the fucking king. So show up and prove it to me. Nick Gage versus Zach Thomas. And I think the crazy thing going into this match, yeah, it has this short build, you know, under a month. But I think also we have the rise of Zach Thomas over the last year, you know, going up against Eddie and having that act for a couple matches. Like this is a, a dude trying to build his name and he's calling out Nick Gage, a guy who returned to AIW two years ago. And then shortly after that became absolute champion. So what do you guys think about this match? I'll start with Stacy. Oh, he fucked up real bad. Like this is fucking oops moment. It's going to be a learning moment for Zach. He's Zach's in ring, fucking amazing. You hit the man, the wrong man, with the fucking door, and this is gonna stand. I don't know if Nick Gage has the power to declare these things, but he said it's a fucking death match. Oops, fucking death match, Zach. That's man, and that's not just anybody saying. That's Nick fucking Gage, and uh, for those who Jim don't know, death match. Oh boy. For those who don't know, a little programming note, uh, like it was mentioned last week, the review of last week's show will be out next week because we wanted to focus just on this. But if you didn't know, it was at, fuck, it's it's not even that long. And uh, Sakimoto takes Cleveland uh, in the main event. Zach Thomas comes out with a piece of a door and hits Nick Gage with it, knocks him out, costs the team the match, and that's when Nick Gage post-match, takes up the microphone, and just <laughs> cuts his own little promo, and even says, like, I like whether I like I don't know if I have permission to say this, but it's going to be a fucking death match. I don't care. I said it. It's going to be a fucking death match. So, <laughs> yeah, that's why, if you're looking at the flyer, 
probably like, oh, the or the match graphic, I should say. They're like, oh, that it's not a say a, a death match. Well, it's a death match. So, what do you think about this, um, Charlie? If Nick Gage says it's a death match, I guess it's fucking death match. Well, you heard him at the beginning of the show, so right, <laughs> the warning has been set, and that's just. Hey, will you do the? Will you cut a, pro, a little a promo for me? So anyway, um, Charlie, what are your thoughts on Zach Thomas versus Nick Gage? Uh, murder, death, kill, man. It's it's. Thorne said on on the AIW podcast that it he wasn't stopping it from being a death match. So uh, Zach better better come correct, but I don't think he has a chance anyway. So uh, was anything said in particular on a lot of these matches? I haven't listened to that yet. I do have a rule. That if they do a preview of a show, I won't listen until we do a preview. And not to mention, I'm also behind on the AEW podcast, along with a couple other ones. So I'm just not sure of what I need to be filled in on from that episode. I mean, they basically did a preview episode. I mean, they previewed pretty much every match. But, I mean, he talked a little bit about, like, I guess Gage had a, a splinter from the door in his eye. Oh, shit. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, Gage is going to kill Zach. This might be the last time we see him for a while. Okay. Okay. Hey, man, I, I get you trying to make your bones. You know, Zach's had a year. Yeah. Had some fucking matches against some real rough dudes. Deathmatch, Nick Gage, not a fucking chance. That's next level. So I'm going to go Nick Gage. Ooh, how about you, Stacey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. N- Nick Gage. Charlie. The king, the god, Nick fucking Gage. Gotta make sure we get that all in there. Just gotta make sure we get that all in there. All all fucking day. Violence escalated on Cleveland streets. Now many people are worried. There's Eddie Obi broke his ankle on the day show. <laughs> These are the armies of the night. Next Friday? Now. Tell them. One action. No, fuck fuck I want to go. Oh. Just guess what, Trey Lamar, you stupid little bitch. You accepted by the rest of your They don't about you because you have no consequences. Guess what? Your consequences is fucking It's been in the making and I'm going to beat that little ass. I'm going to beat your ass in front of your dumb dad. Smooth because I guess that's who the fuck is. AJ Gray, as you're crying up for a girlfriend while we're I meet, guess what? We're gonna make your ass prime meat. I'm gonna up all around the Odeon. AJ Gray, I don't know where the fuck is. There's some kind of fuck chain out south, because that's all you wanna about. We showed your boys that we're fucking. You're gonna come around here crying the ring, like, oh, we don't get opportunities. Just we like don't get Twitter. fucking. Just like on Twitter. Uh, guess what? We're gonna show you that we've been around for a really long time, and we're not playing no more. We got no more fucking Frank Quinn. We don't got no more. What the Magnum. fuck? Is that? CK, and whoever the fuck. 
pussy looked like a goddamn juggalo. I think that was not me, but not you. Just, yeah, you don't look like a juggalo. People might think you're not. Because guess what? I his head in that ring so goddamn hard between my legs, he could probably feel my balls ringing. He pile drove him into testicular torsion. Tested. He pile drove you. And PB Smooth, we showed that you're fucking tall. You're I just, chopped your leg out like a little bitch. Be smooth. Now you're gonna be walking around like a newborn while you try to wrestle us next week when you fucking had the best of me at Jay Lit. Well, guess what? You put us over, you mother. <laughs> and come absolution, we're gonna show you who really. It's me, it's him, and it's. It's no. We're selfish. We don't give two damn fans. Why? Fucking production. We're much better. Than you. There's no or team in AIW better than the production. We're exploiting all these losers. Danhausen is gonna feast on all of them and shower in their blood like a vulture. When my two hyenas, vultures hang on their hands. <laughs> I'm the vulture. I'm gonna feast on their carcasses after my hyenas. All right, next up we have a match that, as of this recording, we don't have a uh, graphic for. Or at least I I swear I've seen one, but I don't remember where. We have the production versus 40 Acres. This was a match that also had a little bit of thing at Sakimoto Takes Cleveland. Just, you know, the production coming out after the 40 Acres win and taunting them a little bit. Cutting a little promo, don't remember everything that was said. But we also have the promos that were just played, so... This is like one of the top matches I'm looking forward to. Love the production. 40 Acres has been real interesting since they've debuted and, and what could be the potential future for them. And it's really crazy because this is a conversation I had with Charlie over the weekend. And that's, I feel like 40 Acres is like the CM Punk version of the Nexus comparing the Nexus to, or the original Nexus to No Consequences. It's like the same team just with a different leader. Sort of. Yeah. Um, Definitely not perfect, but... So I think the super interesting thing with this match is on the surface, it seemed like it was just kind of built very recently. B has a long-standing history with the production. That goes back to matches up in Menor and stuff. While the feud between these two factions is new, mostly because of 40 Acres being relatively new, and, you know, like you said, uh, it's... Uh, I don't know if it's exactly no consequences. I mean, it's two of two of five guys. Um, two of the two of two of the five that you would have have had left. You have Gary the King Baller, not really wrestling right now. Chase Oliver uh, injured. J Josh Bishop is the only one. That's their uh, that's their uh, Daniel Bryan of the Nexus went off to yeah, his own I, shit. I, I think this match speaks a lot to the guys that are in it. That like it hasn't had the build that some of the other matches have, but it doesn't make this match feel like it's any less important than any other match on this card. I think this has an opportunity sleeper where people aren't expecting a lot out of this match or because there's not like a gimmick or like ultra violence that's going along with it, which is a theme on this fucking show is like, this is going to be a violent motherfucker. This match could surprise some people. There are some dudes in this match that can get pretty fucking violent. Something that I thought of over the weekend about one of these wrestlers. I want AJ Gray to have that big breakout moment 
I feel like he's had moments that can shine within a company, such as like when he first debuted in AIW and everybody was like, oh my God, like, look at this kid. But since then, like, I don't know what he's on, like, big scene wise, where you can catch the attention of, you know, bigger companies or just the internet to where it's similar to Justice and Bishop to when, when that happened, boom, Bishop started to become more of a household name. That just compared to what he was prior to that. And I think AJ Gray needs something. I'm not saying jump off a fucking balcony. I'm just saying, I don't know. He needs that moment where everybody's like, look at AJ Gray. And some of us can go, yeah, we've like, we've known about AJ Gray for, you know, two years now. Like, this is, this is the dude. And like, he's, I don't know what it is, but I just, I want to see the dude uh, in more places and whatever it takes. It's what it takes. What do you think about this match, Charlie? Um, I like everybody involved. Uh, I definitely feel like, uh, what Stacy said with it being a sleeper is absolutely true. I feel like there's they're all trying to prove something. They all have like there's something there, and uh, I mean it's no secret I'm a Danhausen fan, so this is obviously going to be probably my favorite match on the show. Um, it's it's going to be good. I, I there's it's going to be special. I mean I love uh, PB. I love Trey. I love uh, AJ. Huge fan of the production. I always joke with Trey that. I'm a f- fan of the production because I have comedy and tragedy tattooed on me. But this, I mean, to me, it's not a sleeper, but I think overall it could potentially be a sleeper. This is one of the top two matches I'm really looking forward to. And I, th- I think it's the stack card. I'm looking forward to the whole, the whole fucking show and a lot more that'll come with just uh, this particular day. But I think the, the, both these teams have something to prove of, of 40 acres being a new team. Yes. And then, you know, PB being bitter over everything that happened with his title reign and, you know, all the shit that was talked, whether it be by Thorne or the fans, and he's got something to prove. And this is like a side of PB we haven't seen, and that's what's been so much fun to watch. And you know, a guy like Trey, and even with AJ, you know, they're they're younger, and they've been you know trying so hard to you know get a foothold. And you know, a guy like Trey, I feel kind of bad for of you know being in no consequences, and then getting a you know a tag team, and then his partner gets injured, and it's like fuck, what am I gonna do? And he just. Kind of was a little stagnant for a while. Now 40 Acres, they all had purpose, and it's it's perfect. It's almost like everything that happened with PB's title reign was worth it because we're getting 40 Acres. And then the production, how how is this, you know, a team that, how they debuted and, like, everything managed to get their, their biggest member having to retire and then just reinventing themselves as a whole. And I look at a guy like Danhausen, something that I've, I think I've said on the show, I can't remember, but wasn't like initial member. And granted, I know like Eddie wasn't either, but that spot was somebody else's. And he was given a chance after that person left, kills it at that point. And then when the production goes in this new direction, no pun intended, he like changes up his character even more. Like the Danhausen we saw last year is not necessarily the same Danhausen. And that's what I love about him. And the production, it's so much fucking fun to watch. So if we're going to go into picks right now, if we're going to pick any team, I'm going to pick, I got to go with the production. How about you, Stacey? So here's the thing. I, <clears throat> on, on both sides of this match, there's an argument that can be made for why you would pick that team. And I Absolutely. love 40 Acres. I think it's the perfect for those three guys to be right now um, to really move themselves to another level. And I think the potential's there for 40 Acres to be a really big thing, even outside of AIW. Mm-hmm. Those three guys working together other places. Isn't, haven't, 
Isn't that one of, like, I've seen, oh, uh, Unsanctioned Pro. PB and Trey are going to be 40 Acres. The production, man, it's such a thing. Like, production is my favorite, and I, I realize it's a bold statement. It's my favorite version of it that we've had. Mm-hmm. First version with the mime <laughs> really have its feet under it, but it, you could tell it was a good idea. It was the version that, like, it's like the flip of DX, right? Yeah. DX started small. Uh, China, Sean, and, and, and added a bunch of people later when Sean got the sads and left. Fucking went from this kind of large bloated thing that was big and grand with magnum um and and having this like big group of five people down to three and got way darker violent uh and and it's like that weird like are they heels i don't know i dig them so i guess i like heels uh if i like these guys because they don't they're not like they don't do good guy shit um but they're super violent and it's like a whole different thing and i love it and the work that those guys do i'm sorry i'm on a big rant here but like the work those guys do character wise and and with promos and vignettes is at a different level than the other people uh that that they're even working with uh, you know in be it aiw or anywhere else uh they're just really fucking good at it um so it's hard for me like i there are things i love about both sides of this but man i gotta go with the production i'm gonna i I agree with you that this is the best version of the production and how like like you said they got darker and they had a purpose the the way that it was described to me when it was happening was they went from being all about you know like a, a theatrical stage production to now becoming a horror snuff film yeah to where they, they can keep the name, it all still makes sense. You know, Derek can still be the director. You don't really, you don't really call Eddie the stagehand anymore. And technically, Danhausen was the mime. I'm not the mime. <laughs> I meant uh, the writer. Um, not necessarily the same thing now, but it just fits. You go to horror, and Danhausen is, you know, a, a horror monster. I don't know exactly what you'd call Eddie, but he works. He straight up works. I just, I really dig it. And it's not to any, to slight 40 acres in the least. Oh, same. I could, I could, I could get next level dude. Like some of the shit that he can do is unreal. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just, man, I just, something something tells me production. I'm picking production. I mean, I could give you reasons why my 40 acres will win. There's, there's a handful that I can think of. Not going to get into them right now, but go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, that's all I said. I said size advantage for one. I'm oh. sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. All I heard was for one. So I was like, oh, okay. I just said size advantage for one. Ah, my mic's doing that thing again, motherfucker. <laughs> um, I mean, you can go, definitely go with the size advantage. I would go like they're a newer team and that could like help them out. And uh, I think there's a lot of, you know, PBs, you know, went for he's won two titles now in AIW and being able to beat, you know, hot sauce. Why can't that translate to beating the production? Sure. And when the production lost, or the production won, I should say, the tag titles from PB where he lost, it's not the same production. So we, we can't go back to last year and be like, oh, production beat B twin, so that's why, you know, production's gonna win here. No, it's not the it's not the same production at all. No, it's not even the least bit similar. So Charlie, you've been quiet, uh what are your thoughts on finishing your thoughts on this match and your pick? Uh I got the production. Um I don't I don't have Many more thoughts on it, man. I just, I feel like it's going to be a good night for them. 
Raymond Rowe, Nick Gage, Johnny Gargano, EC3, some of the biggest names in professional wrestling. Tim Donson's wrestled Absolution. You know who's not on that list? You, Dom. Do you know why you're not on that list? Because you don't belong. Because you're not a name, and make no mistake about it, Tim Dots knows how I fell into this position. I hear the whispers, I hear the stutters of the crowd, I hear the backstabbing in that locker room. It's because some people think that I lost it. Just because it's a personal strife of mine, just because of some injuries, you think Tim Dots is the Matt Wrestling machine he used to be. Well, that's just fine. Let me remind you of something. Just a few short months ago, I was having some of the best matches in AIW history against Matt Justice, finally making that intense championship mean something. A few months prior to that, I had the best match in AIW history against Joey Janela with a fucking ladder. You're right. Just because I'm not whole doesn't mean I'm not better broken. You want to make fun of my boots having tape on them, Dom? These boots have been all around the country. These boots have stepped on more concrete and more canvas than your feet ever will. You think I'm embarrassed of the scars on my body? No, 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 no. You should be embarrassed that you don't have any. But don't you worry about that, kiddo. Because this Friday, I'm going to do what took my body 12 years of hard work to yours in one night. I'm going to turn your fucking back into a human dartboard. And I'm just letting you know now, Tom, this ear doesn't hear so well. So I might not be able to hear you say I quit for a few minutes. So I apologize in advance if you have to scream just a little bit longer. If that wound gets just a little bit deeper than it has to be. But sooner or later, I'm gonna hear you say I quit. So were the fans, so those wrestlers, and so all those puny students who look up to you. You're gonna have to say, Dom, you're gonna have to look those students in the eye and say, I am a quitter. Why me? All I'm gonna have to say is, I am wrestling. Catchphrase. Next up, we have Tim fucking Donst and Dominic Greeny. Another ma- match that hasn't had like as big of a build, but it's it's more of less uh, Dom going against more of a veteran, and you know he you know he was sticking up for a lot of the students that Dons was basically pecking on, and this is also a matchup we've never seen. Dons has you know for the past you know few years has been more you know involved in the championship matches, so now he he gets, goes up against fucking Tim Dons. Oh, we got to mention it is a submit or surrender match, so. This is going to be really interesting. Uh, I forget if Don says any previous matches like this, but we know we know Dom has. Yeah, one pretty notable one. Yeah, <laughs> Tim Tim fucking Donst. Where how you uh, feeling with this, Stacy? Man, so here's the thing. Like, no secret, I'm a, a Tim fucking Donst guy. Had no idea. I'm just the first time I'm hearing this. I noticed that you've reverted back to your Donst hate. No, 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 no. Viewed at the Winchester Music Hall and Tavern. Hold on, hold on. I've yeah. I've stated openly. It's not that I hate the guy. It's just I I have more fun booing him than anything. So I'm going to stick with that. But as as an individual, as a person, I really do like Tim Donson. I'll always compliment his skills. But I, I'm nowhere hey. I'm nowhere near what I used to be in like 2014. 
Hey, man, that's between you and him. Uh, <clears throat> I have a soundbite for the show from him, so which was played last week. So he doesn't hate me, or we don't hate each other. This is another one of the matches where I was like, this whole thing is just full of, of violence. Uh, this is another fucking violent one. The last time we saw Dom in a submitter surrender match, Bishop had to threaten to light him on fucking fire to end. You heard what he had to say at the Winchester, right? No, I can't remember. You're going to have to light me on fucking fire. Okay, that's what I thought. I just, I've seen Daunt's do deathmatch shit. Dude's tough. The Dom's match. Win the last one. But holy shit, if you've got to take a guy to the point where you got to threaten to light him on fire for you to win, for you to get him to quit, not a man, right? Yeah. Boy, third time picking anyone but Dominic Garini to win this fucking match. Said as a Tim Dons guy, no slight against Dons, but this is Dom's match. You, you're walking into his his territory on this, and I just think he, he's not a guy that you're going to get to say I quit. He just does, it's not hit the motherfucker on fire. The the thing that I remember saying to Donst during his match at the Winchester that is his boots are so broken that we should start calling him Nova Pro. <laughs> hey. I started making jokes about his boots, and he said, you need to come up with new material. So I did. Kind of new. But anyway. Hey, man, at least he got boots. Dom, Dom don't even got a pair of boots. Yeah. That's one thing I liked, actually, in their uh, their match they had. Um, it was at uh, Keep Their Heads Ringing, where he went after the his feet and everything like that with the chair. So I thought that was that was pretty clever, and I think that's something that needs to be exploited because anybody that doesn't wear boots... When they wrestle, it's an easy go-to. And I think that if anybody in the match, that's automatically something they should always go after because that's the first thing I would do. Um, I'm really shocked that, that Stacy has Dom in this. Like, wow. Uh, that's, that's. I mean, I have Dom as well, but, like, that's... I, I, I had Stacy pinholed for picking Dom. So. Hey, man, I'm a fan. I'm not biased. <laughs> Look, if I if I see a situation that looks, you know, I'm a betting man. I'm going to go with the odds. I'm going to go with what seems most probable. Tim Don's crazy motherfucker will do just about anything. For him to beat Dom, he's going to have to do just about anything. He's got it in his conscience to light a motherfucker on fire. I, just, I don't think he has that in him. A thing that I'll remind fans and remind anybody who don't know Dom has actually had a reputation of being in certain matches where he'll put on shoes. There was uh, some match, I can't remember exactly which one it was, I think I can remember, at Southern Underground Pro, yeah. when, when you think he's going to go without, and he's like, oh, no, 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 and he pulls out shoes, and he throws them on. I think that was against Cabana Mandan, wasn't it? I think it was. I could remember it was the Cabana Mandan one-on-one match, or that was. I don't think that was a part of the, the tag match with Marco. No, though it wasn't part of the tag, but I think it was like in some sort of like the lead up to it. It was like the show before. Yeah. So yeah, that could be a strategy to where he throws on some sort of shoes, wrestles in them. Some sort of shoes, like them weird toe shoes. What are they toe shoes? I can't remember. They were something they that were. was. They were kind of a slip on, <laughs> which is better than barefoot. Barefoot's better than to. them fucking toe shoes. <laughs> <laughs> he's, no he's got to do something because I think Dance is going to go right back for it because I mean he did before and uh, yeah I, I, 
he was successful in that can, match too. I, so. I think he can break his fucking toes. He's still not going to quit. You have to get him to say, I quit. I surrender. It's going to happen. These guys will. It's not like Dom's going to have an easy road to it either. I just, man, I got to pick Dom. And I, I stubbed my toe before one time and I, I was, I was ready to surrender to the, to the table. So on a Lego that shit hurts. <laughs> now i got a debate where i want to go do i want to go with we'll go with you two which we've you know agreed on the last two matches or do i want to spice it up a little bit and go against my intuition and pick donst which would be a big surprise what you think surprise now man? you just told everybody how you were breaking it down in your head man yeah i'm gonna go with dominic greeny let's just stick with it there you go that's a smart pick but if donst would win i would get to look like i was smart I was the smart one that picked it. <laughs> I went against the grain. Uh, but no, uh, just going to go with Dom. Unanimous. Twan Tucker, you stupid piece of crap. Twan, I am currently in Mexico. I just wrestled in front of 10,000 people with the gingerbread man, the American nightmare, the roller coaster, the king of the crossroads. My mentor, my best friend, Cody Rhodes. Now, I could have been just that for you, Tuan. I could have been your mentor. I could have been your best friend. Isn't it just so funny how quickly your head got way too big? You stopped being humble. You stopped shaking hands in the locker room. And you started acting like you were some hot shot. And everybody knows MJF is all about humble. So I put you in your place, Tuan. And to be honest... I loved every single second of it, but I'm not done. Tuan, you still need to be humbled. You think, you think you're big shit? You think you're big shit because you made a little appearance there on Next? Newsflash, Tuan, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit, and guess what? Everyone who saw your little appearance on Next also doesn't give a shit anymore. So you have fun. You have fun wrestling all ego, Ethan Page. I'm sure it's going to be a hell of a match, but let me assure you, while Ethan Page is quite the formidable opponent, he's not me. He's not the fastest and youngest rising star in the history of professional wrestling. So, Big Twan, I hope you get your stupid, salty, fat ass on a treadmill and you run and you run and you run. Because that, that my friend, is the only way you will even come this close, this close to being a mile away from being on my level. At Absolution, Big Twan, I'm not just going to put you in your place. Nah, that'd be too easy. I'm going to retire you. Because my name is Maxwell Jacob Friedman, and I'm better than you, and you know it. MJF, that day is coming close. At Absolution 14, is me versus you, Big Twan Tucker versus Maxwell Goofball Jacob Friedman. Now, I want to let you know this and let you know this right now. I'm going to embarrass you. I'm going to embarrass you all over the world. I'm going to slide you in your jaw real nice and good. I don't get it how people like you receive good things like a multi-year extension contract. I don't get it. I just don't get it how people could do evil things in this world. And receive good things while I'm out here trying to survive. While I'm out here trying to provide for my family. What you mean? I'm trying to receive all the clout I can get. But you, you get all the money and the fame. 
knowing damn well you don't deserve it. Ain't this about a goofball mess? But I have to clean this up. I have to defeat you to prove to the world that you was just a joke. You ain't better than anybody, and I'll be damn sure you ain't better than me. Stop playing with me. And JF, you don't know what's coming to you, but I know this right now. When they come to these, when they come to these hands right here, when they slide you in your jaw on sight, what you gonna say? What you gonna say that you fell down the stairs? What you gonna say? I got to a bar fight or something? What you gonna say? Huh? Especially the Cody Rose. What you gonna say? Here's what you gonna say. You gonna tell the truth. That my jaw has been slid. By Big Twan Tucker. Stop playing with me. Let's see if we go unanimous into this match. MJF, Maxwell Jacob, Friedman versus Big Twan Tucker. For a brief period of time, a few months, we've seen MJF have a little bit of muscle, have a little bodyguard with Big Twan Tucker. It didn't go the way that he wanted to, and especially because Jay Lit Weekend, he was kind of getting outshined by Big Twan. And uh, MJF turns on him. So now we have MJF versus Twan. Simple as that. Um, looking forward to this because this is definitely the biggest match Twan has ever had with also this past week of you know him going up against Ethan Page. And I think that was a kind of a nice warm-up match. And fucking Big Twan, MJF, this is going to be so fucking great. Maxwell Goofball, Jacob Friedman, in the words of Big Twan Tucker. Um... Throwing up my pick. I'm going to go MJF. How about you, Stacey? Man. Big fucking Twan. NX Twan. Yeah. Fucking kind of year is Big Twan having me. NXT. And the go out of your way to watch Twan versus Ego. That show and doing a wrap-up for that show. Uh, man, go out of your way to see that match. It's really fucking good. Twan is on a fucking roll. He has momentum behind him. He has the fucking people behind him. Uh, that match at the Winchester, him versus Ego, more excited for this match than I had been leading up to it. Um, I thought, you know, what we had leading into this match was good. It was definitely a build. There's a story there. Uh, but, man, just being in that room and feeling the crowd behind Twan. Twan, this this... Yeah, he's still the nice kid that's making Spider-Man fucking <laughs> videos when you're in New York Mania weekend. There's a mean motherfucker in Twan too. Streak in that kid. And he's I think he's going to take Max's fucking head off. Twan all day. Twan is my pick. Not about you, Charlie. Oh man. Um I'm going to go Twan as well. He he's he's been on a tear and <laughs> with his win over Ethan Page yeah, that's that's set in stone to me that Tuan is on the come up and he's gonna plow right through MJF. So I guess I just to... hope he leaves enough of MJF for Cody Rhodes to scrape up and make something out of an AEW. <laughs> so I guess I get to be the uh, odd man out on that one. Yeah, man. I, uh, but my gut tells wanted. me Tuan. There's a part of me that would see him winning, but there's just it's MJF. He's gonna find a way to fucking win, and I think Absolution's gonna be no different. Maybe. He's a tricky motherfucker. Bastardly. So maybe. But man, Twan. Twan is palpable. Winchester, it was crazy. No, it was. 
That was uh, right before intermission, too, I believe. Fucking, like, which is that whole thing of him and Ego. And like I said, it, to me, it felt like a nice warm-up match because uh, how did uh, Ego put it? That, uh, who's the, uh, he called him himself like the real shit talker. Uh, and then next yeah. week he gets the fake ass shit talker or something like that. Basically making the point that he already beat Ego, so he shouldn't have any problem with fucking MJF. Yeah. In so many words, kind of saying he's a knockoff of yeah. Ego. Bang, so Burberry scarf shouldn't be a problem. I'm a bad, bad boy. I'm a bad, ah, I'm a bad boy. Ah, I'm, a, I'm a bad boy. Ah, I'm a bad, bad boy. Ah, I'm a bad, bad boy. Ah, it's him. Joey Janela, internet darling. You wanna go, bro? No, no, you wanna no. wanna go? No, I, no, Mr. Enzo. You wanna Mr. go? Mr. Enzo, you're so much tougher than me. I don't wanna do this. You sure you wanna go? No, I don't wanna go. I'll fight you. I, I know you will, I, Mr. Enzo. You're a big TV star. I don't wanna do this, Mr. Enzo. No, 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 please don't, please don't. Please don't, please don't, please don't, please don't. Bro, you made me do this. No. No, oh, no. You no, made me no, do this. No, no, no. You sure you want to do this? Mr. Enzo, no, I didn't. Mr. Stop Enzo. making me do it. I know, Mr. Enzo. You're so much stronger than me. You're a TV ah. star, Mr. Enzo. Yes, no, no, no. I'm, I'm way better. No, I know you are. I know you are, Mr. Enzo. No, no, no. Janella. Janella, all kidding aside. At absolution, I'm challenging you. And just like you were afraid of that other former cruiserweight champion, you should be afraid of this former cruiserweight champion and an absolution i'm gonna prove that you really are scared of all the small things speaking of aew wrestlers next up we have the bad boy joey janela versus swoggle and i guess i, I kind of overlook that this doesn't really have a, any build to it either but when you put out the promo hey. that hornswoggle did <laughs> that's all the build you fucking need Swoggle cutting a fucking promo. It was real good. Swoggle did a really good job with that. I seen him last weekend and I told him it's fucking fantastic. Loved it. And then he had his, obviously had his son in it too. Yeah. <laughs> and just it was so good. Um, I mean, then he you know he he gets cuts back to himself being himself. So I fucking love it. Um, what we can expect, I'm guessing, to be the final booking of Joey Janela in AIW. So it's crazy to think of kind of the career he's had in AIW, even with like him being gone for a while. But, you know, still he, he's made his impact. I think he's going to be very well missed. No, nah, he didn't go to impact. He's going to AEW. What did I say impact? Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I just made a bad joke. It's cool. Oh, OK. OK. <laughs> I'm known of saying the wrong fucking word and people call me out on it. Yeah, no, you said impact like in a proper way. Oh, OK. Got you. Got you. Be Yes. You gotta explain the joke. If he's it not like Caden, it'll be okay. <laughs> Just because Caden does that shit to you. Uh, yeah. Joey Janela will make an impression, or has made an impression, in AIW. Definitely will be missed. For, for sure. Joey Janela and Tim Donst had the craziest ladder match I've ever seen. That's just a whole other conversation. Fucking magic. Also, 
you know, one jail last year, never cashed in. Yeah. What, what would happen? What would happen if he were to cash in, say that he was given an extension, he cashes in at the end of the night, and he beats... Pretty crazy. Say like he beats Eddie, but then we have a month. He has a month to lose the title, and I don't think he's going to be in the country later the, in this month. Uh, he's got some places to be. Yeah. That's my dream. How about that t-shirt, though, man? That fucking... Uh, not the White Claw one, but the <laughs> end of Protovision shirt. Is that shirt? Sure, people better buy the fuck out of that. I was about to say, was that just a GCW shirt, or is that a his shirt? Because that's a his shirt. I'm buying it. Shirt, as far as I know. Okay. He listed it as he was going to have it at AIW and some other place, and then Japan and UK. So. Okay, I think I didn't read the full thing, and I wasn't 100 sure, and I haven't had a chance to go back and look. But that that was on my list of like shit to buy. This week. How many more people are going to come up with your... White Claw shirts? <laughs> ah, I mean, it's here for the summer. The one that I like you the most. have to hear about it anymore. Yeah, the one I like the most is Alley Cat. Mainly because, I mean, besides that, she actually likes it. I'm not saying Janela does, doesn't. But White Claw, she's a cat. Claw. Like, I don't know. I like it. Yeah. Top, man. If there's, a, if there's a gimmick that's over, make your bucks off of it while you can. There's no original. And they're just not for me. I wouldn't be. I want to buy Allie's, but that's just it. Yeah, it's a cool shirt. So, also, with Joe, like I said, with Joey Janela of not cashing in that, he's going to, you know, if he doesn't cash in at Absolution, it will go down in the books that he is officially the only one that never cash in. I think it already is in the books. But they all- Thorne kind of put a kibosh on that. He said after the new tournament, that was it. So Okay. I didn't remember hearing him say that. Because I just remember... When he got injured, they're like, yeah, like, we're going to give him an extension. And that was the last I had heard about it. Yeah, I think that ship sailed, man. Okay, then, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I think this is a perfect way. If this is if this is the last Joey Janela match at AIW for all the fucking crazy matches he's had, him and Swoggle, also two guys who have kind of been, like, staples of, like, the name indie wrestler like former wwe guy like they're two of the biggest names that are aiw regulars have in the year he's had where he's like wrestling every crazy dude on the indies he gets to add joey janela to that before janela goes to aew Mm -hmm. i think it's gonna be good both of those guys are good at like doing comedy in their matches so yeah comedy matches right up my fucking alley i think it'll also be cool as a break and all the goddamn crazy violence we're going to have on this show to have, like, Joey Janela versus Hornswoggle. Good fun. The one guy you think would do some crazy shit not doing any crazy shit, just having a comedy match. Great. Very on-brand for AIW to do something like that, so definitely see that happening. Could it, could it be said that Joey Janela does comedy wrestling for people who don't like comedy wrestling? For when he does do comedy wrestling, I should say. It's not all the time. Yeah. I, I think the reason why is because match comedy. Like, he works comedy moments into a serious match. Mm-hmm. And he, he can just play it off like, oh, I'm the bad boy. Yeah. Uh, if we're going to talk about picks, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Janela. How about you, Stacy? Janela goes out on top. W on his back. I think he uh, rides off into. The Jacksonville Knight with a win over Swoggle. <laughs> Joey Janela will be missed around AIW for sure. Especially by Pat. Man, that's going to be a rough night for Pat. I wasn't even thinking about that. He uh, Before we started recording, he texted me saying that uh, both of our favorites, 
you know, are, are now no longer going to be on the indies. And I was just like, yeah, like at least you get to say goodbye to uh, to Janela later in the week. Oh yeah, because Marco got announced. Yep. Which I had heard a rumbling that that was going to happen about a month or so ago. But I kind I kind of thought it was just one of those things they weren't going to be like, oh, he signed. It was just like, oh, like he was at the last show, and it seemed like they were mostly using people that have signed or were going to sign. But yeah, you know what's funny is I had already assumed that he was. Yeah, and he, he officially announced yeah. it today, and I was kind of yeah, like, it was like the worst kept secret ever, like <laughs> fucking uh or whatever, not the Fighter Fest, but the one after that, the Fight for the Fallen, yeah. with like Luchasaurus and shit. I that made me be there. Talk about success out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, advantage of taking advantage of situations. Like, there's a lesson to be learned there for a lot of dudes in the business of, like, capitalized on opportunities that were presented to him in ways that a lot of people can learn from. And he's a dude that I've been, for those who obviously would know that it's, I'm happy of all his success. Because I, I don't think he's the, a dude that you would have expected that to happen to. And to kind of get kind of get put under the wing of even, uh, you know, this match right here, like him and Janela are are really cool and i think you know janelle's you know took a good liking to him joey janelle's done a whole lot of good for a whole lot of people in the business yeah but yeah good for marco stunt man happy for him but yeah i picked janelle in this match charlie you got janelle no i'm actually gonna go swoggle actually i'm gonna be the odd man out on this one because janelle just had that hour iron man match with um david Starr. i think he's gonna come in beat up and i think swoggle's gonna capitalize Okay. I'm sitting here at Good Company in Cleveland with Philly and Marino. PME, the Philly and Marino experience. Guys, uh, first of all, thanks for joining hey, me. Hey, thank you for thanks having, for having us. us. Absolutely. Great establishment, of course. Everyone knows uh, it's the home for our after parties for AIW. They have a really good white claw slushy. We're just going to throw that out oh, there. Yeah. Delicious. Very good. Pause for the claws, right? You, you know it. it. <laughs> well, while we're in a good mood, I know you love the good times and good vibes. And speaking of those, you guys have had some amazing success. I'm talking about winning the Chandler Biggins Memorial Tag Team Tournament in 2019. So congratulations Thank on you. that. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. We appreciate that. We put in a lot of hard work to get to here, and it was all uh, worth it. It's going to be even more worth it here when we get the absolution. What does it mean to you to win that? To that you guys, you guys were AIW fans before you were even in AIW. I just imagine it being monumental for you. Talk a little bit about what it means to hoist those trophies. It meant a lot to me because it. I saw Biggins, really, and Thorn take a take a liking to me and Marino, and it just uh, meant a lot when uh, they just gave us the best they could give us, and we gave them the best we could give them. You know what I mean? Personally, uh, we came into AIW when um, Biggins didn't really have a lot of time left, so I didn't get a lot of chances to really get to know Biggins on a deeper level. But knowing that he believed in us and he is the reason that we are even in AIW, there's not a chance that we won't go out there every time and try and kill it for his honor. So to be able to take the trophies in his name and win those and cash them in here at Absolution means the world to us. Maybe a little bit sweeter since went back to back with your buddies the Weird World. Oh yeah, of course, of course. In terms of positivity of good times and good vibes, the fans of AIW have really started to feel you for some time now. 
What's it feel like when you're in that ring now? Because people caught on early, but they get louder and louder now, it seems like. When you hear that chant, PME, PME, and it just keeps going and going. It, they're ready for it. They're ready for us. We're ready for them because they've been behind us since we walked through the door of absolute intense wrestling. So I can't thank them enough. You know what I mean, Marino? Absolutely. It blows my mind every time uh, that all these people pay this money to have a ticket at every single show and to hear them chant PME every single time is, like I said, blows my mind. So now let's turn our attention to a challenge you put out. As winners of the Chandler Biggins Memorial Tag Team Tournament, you had the opportunity to challenge whenever you wanted for the tag team titles. And you chose to challenge to Infinity Beyond, Colin and Cheech, at Absolution. But why not do it after a match? They wrestled in the tournament with you. They got disqualified and thrown out. But then they also wrestled in night two of Jaylet, two matches in one night. Why not cash in right then? Why did you guys choose Absolution? Because we both know that we want them at their best and we can beat them. So at Absolution, that's our ticket there. We're not Colin and Cheech, man. We don't take the easy way out, okay? We're gonna put our opportunity on the line straight up, tag team versus tag team. There's no other teams involved. We want it. Talk about Colin and Cheech and opportunity. They think that you guys don't even deserve this opportunity. They've gone on record multiple times, including during intermission, live on Fight TV. They interrupted us and said, you guys don't deserve the opportunity then? Don't deserve it? So all the hard work we put into this, we don't deserve it? These are their words, not mine. Two guys who weren't supposed to be here, we don't deserve it? I uh, agree. These are the words of Colin and Cheech, and they think that you guys have already had enough opportunities. We haven't had enough. We know what we want. And at Absolution, we're going to take the AIW Tag Team titles away from them. Say that, and of course, I believe in you. I love you guys, and you know that. But, but you can't deny the fact that To Infinity and Beyond maybe has PME's number. They defeated you at Hell on Earth. Philly, you took they the pulled pin the in tight. Jersey City. There were other teams involved. And they beat you at Keep Their Heads Ringing. Yeah, where they pulled the ref out, and how many times? Three times hit us right in our nether regions. You kidding me? I still put ice on those from time to time. You don't think we busted our butt to get here every single time and they took the easy way out every single time? You don't think we stay up at night and think about these things, Steve? I do, but... No, 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 no. You, you don't... You... And I understand the frustration, but they're multi-time tag team champions for a reason. You don't think we know that? You don't think we've seen it? You don't think we've watched the footage? No, you don't think we've watched our matches back one, two, three, four, five times back? You don't think we've understood this? We're an experience. We're experienced. We've watched it over and over and over. You don't think we're not ready for this? We're ready for this. Come Absolution, this is our last chance, all right? We're going to get these tag team titles. And all I need you to say, Steven, is that we're are the AIW Tag Team Champions. And put a little pizzazz on it, Steven. Would you, please? How about we move into a tag team match? The, well, the only other tag team match we have on, on the card. The a I, say, I know what match we're going to talk about. <laughs> the uh, AIW Tag Team Title Match to Infinity and Beyond versus the Philly Marino Experience. This 
This has been brewing for a while and something that I can't remember whether this was, I think it was the conversation I had with some people. I don't think I mentioned it on the show. I, I recently threw in Hell on Earth last year, which I think was Hell on Earth 14. And obviously we have the big whole thing with Magnum going into intermission. And when we come back from intermission, we have this match. Two Infinity Beyond versus PME. And if I'm correct, Two Infinity and Beyond did win. That leads us into the next show. And Two Infinity and Beyond becomes Tag Team Champions. By PME, I don't remember their match offhand. They did win. And I feel like we've been building it at least since then. And there, there is history with, the, with these two teams. And of course, everything we've seen this year with them, where PME has been right there. They've been on the cusp of winning, and they get fucked over. So they end up winning the Chandler Bings Memorial Tag Team Tournament, and they didn't waste any fucking time. They didn't become the weird world and, you know, wait for the right time. They just said, hey, we wanted an absolution. That's it. So now they're going to get their, I don't know, like maybe their second shot at the titles. And it's perfectly fitting for them. I've had, I had no, there were, there were people that were pissed that like the weird world won, or maybe that even more pissed that uh, to infinity and beyond one in December. And they're like, well, what about PME? And I'm like, well, PME is going to win at any time. They're going to win at absolution. It's going to be a huge fucking moment. So that's why I'm going to go with PME. No doubt about it. In my mind, they win. I think if they lose, I think there's going to be a lot of angry fans. That that's a revolt. I don't want to be a part of. How do you think about this match, Stacey? Holy shit. I can't even fathom what it's going to be like if PME loses this fucking match has maybe the best build of anything on the card uh it, it just it goes back so far so much like these two already this year had one of the best tag team matches i've ever seen again pme came up short before but man i just don't see how this could turn out any way other than good times and good vibes for pme like it just feels destined it just feels like it's what's supposed to happen. Braun came back to the Cavs. We all knew at the end of the road, there was going to be a trophy in the air. You could just feel it. So like PME are just on a trajectory where this is it. This is the moment. This is when PME they've been working towards for a year or longer. I feel like it would take something extraordinary, uh, something what two infinity and beyond are capable of on their own for for pme to to not walk out new champs additionally cheech bring pat his fucking rob van dam shirt wave cheech this week remind him he's got a shirt that he needs to bring for pat fucking absolution did you did you see cheech's reply on that though cheech basically said on twitter this past week that i believe it was this past week that that shirt was Given to him by a friend of his. Don't know the significance of Pat, he would give him the shirt. But what? But he already told Pat he would give him the shirt. Did he you? knew it was from his friend when he told Pat he would give him the shirt. Cheech? Now I want to pull up the exact thing that he said, because he he made it sound like that he never said that. No, man. While you're pulling that up, uh, actually, the following show after Hell on Earth... Uh, Philly and Marino actually lost a four-way. They lost? I thought they to won. the Young Studs. Okay. Yeah, it was the Young Studs over Facade, Flip Kendrick, uh, PME, and the production. So, 
pulled up cage match while we were talking. That way I can kind of throw some info out there if need be. Um, I guess I'll get my thoughts in on this. Uh, I was there for their last match, PME and, and uh, beyond, and it's it was a great match, and this is no doubt going to be hard to top, and it's it's I think they're going to do it. And uh, it's it's like Stacy said, man, there's like that moment you knew Stone Cold was going to face Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. He was going to win the belt. Just knew. And uh, from from as soon as he won the Rumble, I just you can just feel it. PME is walking in without gold around their waist. They're going to walk out with some gold around their waist. Trading in trophies for belts, baby. Right. I think Cheech deleted the tweet. I swear I seen it. And I went to I went to his tweets and replies. So figured like if that's where it'll show up, because I don't think it was a quoted tweet. No, nothing even close comes up. And I went back like almost a month. Back to the fourth, and I know it wasn't that long ago. And he's gonna eventually pass that shirt down to his son, Cheech. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the man his shirt that you promised him. If you did things like that, people wouldn't chant, eat shit, cheech at you. I just can't believe you. Charlie, you're PME. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm PME. Yeah. How can you not be? It better be PME. The whole place is going to fucking explode if those dudes lose. If anything, if you want to tease it, give me a bullshit ending that immediately gets reversed or something. Kind of like... Like a restart. Similar to going back to the Channel of Biggest World Tag Team Tournament with the Rip City Shooters. Well, we first thought they won, and I was like, holy shit, I didn't, that's not what I expected. And then I was like, no, it's fuck it rule. <laughs> two out of three, and then the fuckets get two really quick. And then I felt like all of the Rip City Shooter fans, the Bishop Brigade and the, the Barkley Nation, it just inflated their enthusiasm. Which, as much as I like them both, it was kind of fun. So if they want to throw that back at us and have some sort of bullshit ending, but it doesn't officially end, the match gets restarted or or some something, fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. As long as at the end of the night, when I'm driving home, PME is the AIW Tag Team Champions. That's all it. That's all I want. Man, I'll tell you what, it won't be throwing it, but it won't be me throwing it. But I'll tell you what, if Two Infinity and Beyond wins this fucking match, it ain't going to be toilet paper coming at the ring. But people are going to throw shit. Like, it might be fucking chairs. I don't know. It might look like ECW in that motherfucker. Uh, it'll be a riot. That's what I'm saying. Uh, somebody get the bed sheet. PME loses. We riot. Yeah, man. I I just can't imagine what that room will be like if they lose. It'll, it'll be crickets and then insanity. And it will not be good. Speaking of ECW... The intense title match, Falls Count Anywhere, Joshua Bishop versus Matthew Justice. Holy shit. At the Odeon, where the original fall happened, could we see it again? Could we I see... I want to see it again. <laughs> could we see more absolute insanity from these two? Like, this is this has been the another feud. I mean, granted, it has been going since uh, Gauntlet for the Gold, which wasn't that long ago, but good God. God, these two have literally killed it and almost killing each other in the process. Justice could win back the intense title, or he could lose. Maybe go on to a different title. What do you think about this match, Stacey? Will you be catching Matt Justice this evening? I would assume. Uh, <laughs> I would I would assume I will be. Hope, hopefully not from a balcony. 
Um, <laughs> man, this is completely unrelated to this match, but some piece of shit. I was going to get into it, fuck, but thank you for talking about it. Piece of shit scum fuck decided that he needed to break into Matt's fucking truck and steal all of his shirts, all of his ring gear. And I'm really fucking proud of Jonah Klee getting a GoFundMe, Jonah from Good Company, uh, getting a fucking GoFundMe up. And, you know, the community raised Matt $1,000 to replace his shit within like two days. It's It speaks to how good a lot of the folks uh, in the independent wrestling community can be and, and take care of someone who has put his fucking body uh, and well-being on the line for our entertainment. So I was I was really proud that that fucking happened and that that came together so quick in, in spite of some piece of shit garbage human uh, deciding that he needed to fucking steal from someone. Said, I think Matt Justice is going to have a fire under his ass like nobody's fucking business coming into this match. Uh, I expect fucking insanity to go off the balcony again man i hope not I, I hope not i don't think it needs to be done twice uh i know i saw the tweets earlier today that there are no tables in the aiw budget so it's fans bring the tables and people posted like craigslist ads for folding tables uh because matt was like i would never do that spot through doors and i don't fucking blame him uh i think this thing's gonna be these two have had what is possibly the craziest match of 2019 already in this room uh and i think it was rick nelson that posted of like other shit in that match that was nuts that people forgot about because of the balcony spot uh this match the fans that's who fucking wins because <laughs> this thing's gonna be crazy i don't know i honestly don't know to me it's a fucking coin flip it could be either of these guys i mean don't forget wes barkley's involved in this fucking match too one one uh, but maybe Matt has something to even those odds. Matt pulls a friend. Uh, I It could go either way. I'm going to pick Matt Justice because if anybody deserves a win this week, it's that fucking guy. Like I said, I was happy you mentioned that. Something I was going to get to either at the end of talking about this match or at the end of the show with a lot of the, the plugs and everything. And it's, it's really cool to ha have that happen like within the wrestling community of being able to to give back like that, especially – one of our own here in Northeast Ohio. And, you know, it, it's something that's said around here, you know, wrestling cheers, you know, where everybody knows your name. Obviously, we're taken from the show cheers. And I think one thing that that whole, like, concept is, you know, like, kind of a family. And being able to help somebody like that is, is something awesome. Like, I've, I didn't get a chance to give to it, but I'm going to give him something, like, personal that day. Some handoffs, maybe some money or something. It's it's cool. Begin buy a shirt from him, man. He's got new shirts coming that look fucking amazing. Buy one of the shirts, dude. They're, they're gonna be great. Even if not, I'll just hand him money. Like it just, I haven't decided uh, exactly what I'm gonna do, but I, I I want to give something back to the dude. I I felt horrible about that, and like it sucks to see it happen. We've all had that shitty situations, and when you can, we can give it back to a dude like that who, you know, within a week everything's paid for supposedly he's going to be able to have a regular uh space on the fucking word that i need uh clothes or whatever the gear his, his gear thank like, you yeah every other word came into my head but gear but yeah he'll he'll still have like his gear 
they'll be able to just he just lost like two days worth of having that shit. And that's one thing that's going cool. It's just he's going to be back to normal. Man, I got to tell you, the the thing for me that irks me the most in this is that that motherfucker, whoever took it, dude, with a bunch of T-shirts, like for a dude who they have no clue who he is other than the guy they just robbed, mm-hmm. bag full of wrestling gear, like boots and pads and fucking trunks and shit. So you stole that shit for whatever reason, probably because you're a fucking garbage junkie. Yeah. Uh, and you fucking in turn have nothing to gain back from it so why when you fucking realize that shit wouldn't you just like leave the bags back close to where they came from so that somebody could possibly find their shit I don't know I just the whole thing irks me and it speaks to how fucking awful humanity is at times mm-hmm. uh, but on the flip side of it uh, it kind of showed how good humanity can be too because people rallied around that dude and rightfully so because Matt's a good fucking guy Charlie Going back to the match, any your your thoughts on Joshua Bishop versus Matthew Justice intense title match falls count anywhere? So Wes could potentially be the deciding factor in a lot of this. Um, maybe he goes off the balcony this time. Um, I know I don't want anybody to go off the balcony. I'm just I'm just joking. But uh, yeah, there, there's not much else to say. Of what's been said, man? Like it's going to be crazy. Uh, if they come at you, get out of the way. Except for when uh, Matt comes at. Stacy to jump on him. And uh yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Bishop. I think I don't think his reign ends yet. I think that there's bigger and better things for Matt coming. So I think this uh finishes out this feud and I think that Matt goes on to bigger and better things. Yeah, and I'm not don't mistake it. I don't I don't not want people to go out of the balcony. If people choose to do that spot, fucking A, I'll watch it again. It's insane. Uh I just don't know that these two need to do it again. But maybe you're right. Maybe West goes off the fucking balcony. I personally don't want anybody to do it like that 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 was a like I've always seen like New Jack do it and I've seen that stuff like on TV and it never really hit me until I was there live watching that happen it's just it's scary it, it's I was afraid for both of them and uh I, I don't want to But that's see also that part of what's so fucking amazing about it. Yeah. Fucking crazy. It's yeah. something fucking crazy happening feet in front of you that has real world consequences intense that moment them going off that balcony is one of the five most intense things i've ever seen in person in my life not to be punny because it's for the intense title but like it's fucking insane hey man people know what they're getting into yeah i I, I mean i'm not here to police things i'm not the safety police i mean kaplan if they asked me, I would say no, but like I understand the No, I don't like it. heights, man. I wouldn't I wouldn't <laughs> jump like off a two foot thing. I would be like, nah, man, is there a step? <laughs> uh, that ain't for me, but if somebody else wants to do it, man, I'll watch. <laughs> oh, fucking emotion, cause like these people could die. It's fucking nuts. AIW show is shit like that. People should be at AIW. Every one of these AIW shows should be fucking sold out. Cannot admit anyone else turning people away at the door. That's the quality of shit that you're getting month after month after month out in Cleveland. Understand how that's not the case every month. People away at the door. Hold out. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I didn't throw out my pick. I'm going Bishop. Man, I'm the odd man out on this one. Well, it's, it's definitely one of those matches like a lot of the other ones we've had where I can give a case for both. I could definitely see matt justice with the fire under his ass and you know reclaiming what's his 
But there's a part of me that says 2019 is going to be an absolute year for Matt Justice. And yes, I'm doing that to be punny because that was intended. Maybe, I don't know. He does have the title shot. So, I mean, it's, it's absolutely possible. Oh my God. A good cash in moment from Justice would be great. What about that? Imagine those two or both, whoever walks out of that, the winner, boy, they're going to be in rough shape. This match or the championship match? Actually, where he could cash in. I hadn't even considered the idea that Matt could cash in at Absolution. Oh, man. It won't go by AIW standard, but they make their rules so they can break it. I don't know. Justice is going to have some some big moment. Fuck, it might be by the end of the year. But with him winning Jayla, which I, I halfway forgot about, he's definitely going to be the champion at some point. Maybe early next year. I don't know. But fuck. Be great. Ladies and gentlemen, I bet y'all up there are wondering why Jock Sampson costs Mance Warner in the championship match of the J-Lid. Well, this is simply this right here. Mance Warner, when we got put together as a team, me, you, and Duke, everyone says, you guys are going to travel the world. You guys are going to travel, make a lot of money, win a lot of championship belts. And at first, everything was going great. Everything was going fantastic because we were good. We were goddamn good. And everybody up there at AIW knows it. But you decided that your career was way more important than ours. You decided to go out and do dumbass deathmatch wrestling where you're jumping off a freaking scaffold, getting slammed onto freaking light tubes. You decided that that was way more important than us. Well, Mance Warner, I don't know why in the hell you do that dumb shit anyway. That outlaw mud show stuff that Jim Cornette calls. You're a hell of a lot better wrestler than that, Mance Warner. I know everybody up there at AIW knows that. You're freaking good. But you're a selfish, selfish prick. You put yourself above the team. And they put us in a bunkhouse broad, Absolution, a show Duke and I know a hell of a lot about. We know a lot about Absolution because we had the greatest match in the history of Absolution. A match that everyone up there said there's no way this match is going to suck. No one's going to give a rat's ass. And me and the Duke went out there and beat the absolute hell out of each other. We beat the ever-loving shit out of each other. And now we respect each other. And you, you could have been a part of that. You could have been a part of this team. You could have been a part of making money. You could have been a part of everything that we are. But you're a selfish freaking prick, Mance Warner. And this Friday, Jock Sampson is going to steal the show. The Duke is going to steal the show once again by leaving your ass bloody. Cleveland, you can kiss my ass. A-I-Dub. A-I-Dub. When you look at all the companies of indie wrestling right now, AIW's one of them places for a long time that's been a destination. See out there, we say, for the brand, baby. Do it for the brand. So old man's are showing up here and there out there, right? Just looking for that goddamn break in AIW. When you sit backstage behind that curtain, behind that entrance ramp, there's names all over the back of that board. Everybody that's been there, they'll put that name on the board. And old Messer looked at that and I said, I'm going to be on that motherfucking board right there. It's any chance I could get. And then you throw in Duke, Jock Sampson. They looked at old Messer and they said, let's take this guy with us. 
He's crazy as fuck, right? Let's take him with us. See what happens. Duke Money was formed. And what happened? In about a little over a year, Old Metro started blowing up, making towns, fighting every single person that stepped in my way. And what'd y'all decide to do? Jay lit two nights. I went to the finals. Jock Sampson runs out there, turns his back on Old Messer. Duke, you turn your back on Old Messer too. See, if you're a good businessman, now I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna try to bullshit you. The worst goddamn businessman there is out there, cause you're gonna throw Old Messer out. No, no, no. That's where y'all made a mistake. Nobody fucks with Old Messer, baby. Y'all put your names on the line, one by one. I'm taking y'all out. An absolution, Old Messer and Jock Sampson in a bunkhouse brawl. That means inside that venue that I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. Anything goes. Anything goes, baby. And I learned a real good lesson. Because at the bars every night, after every single show, y'all teach Old Messer a little bit more, right? The biggest lesson y'all ever taught Old Messer is don't ever trust a motherfucker in this industry, baby. Y'all stab me in the back, I'm gonna take that knife out, and I'm gonna put it right in your goddamn heart. Jock, I'm starting with you, baby. And I may, may, I may have to make a phone call to an old family member at the end of the day, baby. Because I know that they ain't gonna fuck me over. Now I'm gonna pick this hat up here. I'm gonna dust that off. Put it back on. Turn it around. Dramatic pause. Dramatic pause. Duke, Jock, y'all fucked up. Oh, Messer, taking y'all out. Absolution, baby. <sighs> and another match that I'm not expecting uh, to end cleanly, we have Jock Sampson and Mance Warner in the bunkhouse brawl. Two former ta uh, you know, members of the same tag team, same group. And we hadn't, we hadn't really seen Jock for a while. Shows up, uh, ironically, the main event of Jay Litt going from the last match, and is the one that cost Mance the title, or the title opportunity, and ended up getting pinned. Now we have this match, Bunkhouse Brawl, uh, a match that Jock has had before, and also just there's this absolution history with Jock and the Duke. And the Duke is going to be in Jock's corner, so what the fuck do we expect here? This is going to be... Another just bloody fucking match. What do you think, Stacy? The violence doesn't stop at absolution. Jesus Christ, a bunkhouse brawl. Man, did you see the promo Mancer made? Well, I can't remember if I have, but it's going to be played before this, so... He lays it out, man. Uh, Duke, shitty business person. Up to the wrong fucking horse, brother. Is obviously going places. The place he's going to go... At Absolution is stapling shit to your forehead, Duke. Duke's at fucking ringside. Because when Mance is done beating the unholy shit out of Jock Sampson to fucking beat the unholy shit out of the Duke, and I'm going to love every fucking minute of it. Every fucking minute of it. It is going to be amazing. amazing. I've, even, uh, I've even made something special for this match that I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. This is going to be... This might be my match of the night. I cannot fucking wait. And this had a great build to it, too. In it, like, slowly unraveling, uh, going back to 
what did start at the gauntlet travel no, i can't remember um i there was a lot of stuff that happened at uh i want to say seven year itch there was a tag match that uh they lost to philly and marino as a four-way and you could start seeing some uh right so even back before the gauntlet yeah oh it fall apart before i yeah, forget but... it it seemed like we were gonna see it actually at absolution last year yeah it's it sort of did because I think that's what everybody was expecting, and we didn't get it. Which a lot of people say, like a lot of things are, you know, predictable in wrestling, and it's cool when like we're expecting something and they give it to us, but they don't give it to the way we expect it. We just had it to where there was months we didn't see Jock, and then out of nowhere he comes in and attacks Mance. So we got what we wanted, we got what we thought was going to happen, but not the way. We thought, so we were surprised, and that was fucking that was fucking awesome. And also, we should have figured something was up, and I know we've mentioned this. When we're kind of wanting to root for the Duke, that hasn't happened for a, quite some time, and it feels right not to like the Duke. So everything's back to the way it should be. Everything, all is right in the world. Yes, people hate the Duke. People like Mance. Here for Mance, and then fucking boo the Duke, like or vice versa. Yeah, man, this is this is going to be good. This is going to be violent. I don't look, I'm not saying that Jock or Duke are slouches. And like you said, they have their history in bunkhouse brawls. Mance Warner is on a different level than those two. This kind of is like Nick Gage and Zach, right? Like it's yeah, Mance, Mance Warner does crazy shit. Like, I don't know that Jock and Duke have the amount the 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 gear in them to go to the places Mance Warner is going to be willing to fucking go. I just don't think they have that gear. Bad for those two. This is the easiest pick. This might be an easier pick than the Nick Gage match. Uh, but fucking Mance wins this shit. How do you feel about this match, Charlie? Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> Mance is definitely my pick. And uh, I can't wait to see Duke get shit stapled to him. It's going to be fun. My pick, I, I, I got to go with Mance. This is going to be enough. This is almost like PME in a non-title match. Like, this is what it has to be. Uh, Mance getting redemption for losing in the finals of Jalen and losing out on his opportunity to become absolute champion. And, yeah, it has has to be Mance. I'm excited for the entrance for, for Mance. Yeah, we get the real Mance entrance now. Oh, oh he's back to having a dramatic pause. <laughs> will good K man will Caden have to shine his boots he hasn't done that in a while hope. i hope that's a rarity today it's only only two or three times we've been unanimous and that's it Say uh, that this is going to be my last year, so I don't, I don't know, but it kind of looks like it. And uh, I'm not 
not leaving wrestling until I become AIW champion. Every pain is the strongest feeling I'll ever have. If pain reveals who we truly are, then maybe I'm not so bad. I'm gonna die trying to make a point no one's ever going to get. I'm not discouraged enough to shut up yet I wanna be out there It must be something I wanna follow my nightmares So here goes nothing I wanna be an outlier Look stupid Ago, at Absolution, I faced Eddie Kingston and I beat Eddie Kingston in front of that entire crowd at Mount Carmel. Now I'm going to do it again. I spent enough time on my knees in worship. Hey, Tom, I'm happy you got the spotlight on you because Uncle Tiggy told me you don't deserve it anyway. There's a reason why nobody wants Eddie around. It's because he waited until the last year of his career to finally give a damn. To finally start showing up and wearing his fucking gear instead of showing up in basketball shorts smoking cigs out in the fucking street. So here goes nothing. I'm gonna die trying to make a point no one's ever going to get. I'm not discouraged enough to shut up yet. I wanna be out there. I'm a shooter. It's too little, too late. The king is out to be dead because there never was a fucking king. Then speaks the last king. He looks in the hills. He looks under his hands and holds his head. But a dreadful blow goes cold to his heart, like the knife or the key that chills the knuckle. These are three demons that walk on these hills. May our Lord, who rules all the world, show us the quickest way out. My heart bends with fright like a reed. Each finger of my hand grows weak with fear. I'm forcefully afraid of our fate. Let us quickly flee, therefore. I can give no counsel but worry. These devils will make us cower. For dread lest they shut each escape. And we're left with one match. The main event, the absolute title match, Filthy Tom Lawler versus Eddie Kingston. Eddie said earlier this year that he was going to retire uh, at the end of this year, but he says he won't retire until he becomes absolute champion, and Filthy Tom Lawler is going to try to prove that that's not how it's going to happen. And also, too, this is a rematch from Absolution two years ago. How are you feeling about this match, Stacey? End time. Uh, these two... Nick. Uh, um, is 
not only could he, you know, like he's a great professional wrestler, but a legitimate shoot fucking ass kicker too. Um, Eddie Kingston, wrestler, ass kicker too. Um, there's a whole world of ways this go. Uh, to see Eddie win that he said he has to do before he retires, and I don't want to see Eddie Kingston retire. But if anybody deserves to be AIW champion, Tom Lawler does at this moment. I man, I think it's Eddie Kingston. Uh, and I I cannot wait. You know, it's going to be a long night full of violent fucking matches that we've already talked about Not to follow. I promise you this match will not disappoint. Eddie Kingston's going to walk out your new... What do you think, Charlie? Uh, I think uh, Eddie's going to be sticking around for a while. I think Filthy Tom is, is going to retain, and it's it's going to be, of all the matches on the card and all the violence we're going to see, this is just going to be... Like, I feel like it's going to be one of those old school, just slow, but then the end, it gets real fast and it's like just hard hitting and brutal. And I think, uh, I think Tom retains just barely, but I think he retains. So I'm going to be the deciding vote of who we think is going to win or the tiebreaker. It's, I got to go with Eddie. I don't think it's going to be easy for Eddie, but that would be a great moment to end Absolution on. Absolution has ended always on a lot of great moments. And I think this is it for this year. Eddie Kingston wins. Crowd goes home happy. And we get Eddie Kingston for a little while as as champion. It'd be interesting to see all the opponents that he'll have the to go up against. But I gotta go, Eddie. Any more final thoughts on this match or the card as a whole? How about you, Stacey? I think this is one of the most stacked absolution cards uh, that has ever existed. Uh, it's just fuck and violent as fuck from match one to the main event. Uh, I think we're all going to be real tired at the end of the night, and we ain't even doing anything but sitting in a fucking seat. Uh, just there. And you shouldn't be there if you can. Be there. Buy the shit on fight. You are not going to be disappointed. This is going to be violent as fuck. And maybe AIW set a very high bar this year. Probably the best show of the year. And it's, I mean, that's a big statement. It'd be the show of the year and you don't want to fucking miss it. How about you, Charlie? And I was I was just going to order it on fight, have a nice steak dinner. And I'm like, what am, what am I thinking? It's my birthday. It's absolution. I need to be in Cleveland. I need to be there live. It's going to be fucking crazy. Come out. Bring your friends. Buy me some drinks. Let's party. For the record, how would you cook that steak? Oh, man, it would be probably medium rare. There we go. That's a good answer. Yeah. Rare, medium rare. Only acceptable. We were going to go to Texas Roadhouse. Like I was going to do that, come home, watch, watch it on fight on the TV. But I was like, you know what? I need to be there live. Like I need to, I need to see everything live. I don't want to just watch it on the TV. I want to be there live. Nothing so. like seeing it in person, right? Unfortunately, everybody can't make it in person. Uh, a lot of travel distances between fans across the country. If they are AIW fans, if you can't, there's no reason why you can't just go to Fight TV and buy it. Like I said, twelve ninety nine. 
you know, a penny under $13, it's worth every penny. And you're going to get to experience one of the best AIW shows of the year, every year. Absolution's at, at the top of that list, along with, you know, Jaylet and a couple other shows. But Absolution is probably the pinnacle. A lot of great memories have happened at these shows. And I've unfortunately had to miss one since being a fan. And trust me, that will always like hurt me that I missed an Absolution. But if you can, if you live in the Northeast Ohio area, in that, if you live in the Northeast Ohio area, come out. If you don't live in that close to the area, I mean, come on, this is not that far drive. Take the day off, come to AIW. And I know we have the Goldstein brothers, they're coming out and they're looking forward to checking out AIW in Cleveland, checking out Absolution, check out the Odeon, checking out everything that we have to offer. It's, it's, it's an experience to come. Yeah, you're going to pay for parking and the venue might be, quote, too air conditioned. And trust me, if you say it's it too cold, the fuck off. That's all I got to say. I'd rather be cold than fucking sweat my tits off. But this is going to be a, a great show, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's been Absolution Week all week. We're all, we're all going to have a blast here. Oh, come to the show and buy the pay-per-view just to rewatch all the crazy shit. Which is what I'm planning on doing. Yep. All right, any uh, final thoughts or last-minute plugs before we go? Stacy. Um, okay. So I have not plugged my podcast the last couple of times I've been on. Uh, surprise, there's actually new content up for Super Fantastic. Uh, me and Ed from Pod Van Dam have started a new monthly sub series of my show about this guy, Chris Chan, is uh, amazing. Uh, and he created this, created this character, Sonic <laughs> You. <laughs> You can guess from the name what a sonnet you is, or you can just listen to Super Fantastic, available where you get your fucking podcasts from, uh, Spotify, Google, uh, iTunes, Apple, whatever. Uh, all that down, I just, you know, think off my stoned brain. Uh, but yeah, so listen to Chris Chan. I promise you, you will not regret listening to the story of uh, a man whose name was changed because of a talking bear. Uh, but yeah. So super fantastic. Listen to the show. Uh, see everybody at Absolution. And uh, boy, I can't fucking wait for Friday. How about you, Charlie? Uh, not ready. The number four PTW is uh, my podcast. Uh, my personal Twitter is Charlie Butters. It's C-H-A-R-L-Y underscore Butters. Uh, come, come to Absolution. It's going to be a blast. Uh, before I get into my plugs, I want to thank Charlie for coming out to Black Label Pro with me. A full five-hour drive there and back, so 10 hours total, a lot of fucking drive time, a lot of fucking conversation. I didn't uh, even feel like it, man. It, our conversation kept it moving. Yeah, we didn't listen to any music or podcast the whole way. We just talked about random shit. Some wrestling, some life, just random shit conversation. So it was it was fun to go out there. And the thing, the thing that I always throw out there and I'll, I'll throw out here on the show is if you get a chance to go to a wrestling show outside of your area, or if you see a show outside of your area you want to go to, fucking do it. Just do it. It's fun. Um, I feel like if you're in the Northeast Ohio area, we kind of get spoiled with a lot of names. AIW brings in so many good names, but the unfortunately, they don't bring in everybody. Uh, for one reason or another, maybe it's dates, 
maybe whatever it is. Sometimes when you go outside of your area, you get to see names that you you don't see. Like, for example, Effie doesn't get booked at AIW, so it was cool to see him Even out. Even though AIW follows him on Instagram, he's not booked there. Weird. Uh, I mean, the AIW account follows ev- everybody. Yeah. I wasn't going to say it, but yeah, it's true. Uh, there's also like... Yeah, in Northeast Ohio, we get to see Dominic Greeny, but at Black Label Pro, it was Dominic Greeny and Kevin Koo as a tag team. And that's something, granted, I've seen a couple times before, but I got to see it again one more time. A couple other names, like Ethan Page, we don't get to see here a lot now. I got to see him again uh, twice in one weekend, which I pointed out on Twitter. I hadn't seen him all year, but in one weekend, I've seen him twice. So uh, I got to have some fun conversation with him. Uh, there was a couple other people that it was really cool to see. Uh, got a picture with Sarah Shockey and said she liked Wrestling Cheers. Like, she at least liked the logo and everything. And she says, like, oh, like, she knew what it was. I was like, oh, shit. Cool. But uh, I want to give a special thanks to Mikey from Black Label Pro. He he gave me a personal invitation months ago to come out, whether he listens to this podcast, whether he just likes the feed. It was cool for someone to just kind of recognize you and be like, hey, you should come out to our show and I didn't I paid for everything out of pocket I didn't ask for any special treatment but it was just kind of cool and when uh, we got there he ended up seeing me uh, after a while and he was joking he said get out so it was uh, it was still fun and uh, whether it's Black Label Pro whether it's IWC whether it's GCW if you can go to a, a company outside of your area do it I like I said I highly recommend it and uh, you can find myself at Heavyset330, just like you can find this show at Wrestling Chairs on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, facebook.com slash wrestling chairs, twitter.com slash wrestling chairs, and email, or instagram.com slash wrestling chairs. Email, if you so choose, desire wrestling chairs at gmail.com. Still have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, Old School at the Movies, and Wrestling with Altitude. Check out our other podcast friends, such as Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, Road Home from Wrestling, Haunted Home Video, The Indie Cast, Center Stage, Sobros Network, UXWA Today, Big Gold Belt Podcast, The Co-Host Wrestling Show, Spotlight Series, I Got Your Five Stars, and Not Ready for Primetime Wrestling. Check out our other non-podcasting friends, such as Thrift Store Jobber, The Sabbath Stash, Powerslam.tv, Use Wrestling Cheers, all one word, and get your first month free, Ringshite Photography, Sickening Pictures, Key on Sports, Stay Tough, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially at Absolution, baby. Later. Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Would you like to get a Sometimes you want to go where everybody